0: Good evening. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio. I'm your host Adam Wright, along with co-host Justin Tucker. Now we are on to our second week, our second to last week, actually, rather, that uh, of our player rankings, and we are going to be going to wide receivers later on in this episode. Uh, we're going to get into the uh, we're going to get into the latest news in just one second, but I will give you. Uh, right now I'm just going to give you our last uh, – our next couple of episodes, sort of our outlook for the rest of this summer. So we have receivers this week, mm-hmm. and then for our little sort of finale, if you will, for the player rankings, it will be the quarterbacks. So we're going to have plenty of – there's going to be plenty of bloodshed there. Justin and I have plenty of – we have our disagreements Absolutely. Uh, about who we – who. Who is the greatest of all time, and who isn't, or or who is this, who isn't is, in all time?
1: This isn't yeah, in all yeah, yeah, time, it's going, ranking. Yeah, it's
0: going into next year, but still, we're, we we disagree on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, we're going to have some power rankings. So we'll we'll do the top ten teams going into the 2021 season, and we're also going to have some player predictions, some Super Bowl predictions as well. So awards, MVP, comeback player of the year, all that kind of stuff. Uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun week, and that's gonna lead us right into preseason. We'll have plenty to talk about then. We're going to have training camp coming coming on, and then next thing you know, before we know it, it's opening day. So sit tight, ladies and gentlemen, NFL fans alike. We're getting through this summer. I know it's tough being Being going this long without football, trust me, I know it's only mid-July, but we're going to get there and we're going to get you there. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, as for the latest news, uh, so the hit series uh, Hard Knocks, which has gone on for about 15 seasons on HBO, is uh, they've chosen their team to cover for this upcoming season. And that will be the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Now, Justin, I know this is a show that you actually like to watch. Uh, Now, Justin, um, I'll let you lead off with your thoughts on this.
1: Well, this is going to be an interesting interesting season, mainly because it's the Cowboys. I always always love watching Hard Knocks, basically, because it's not always about the stars of the shows. It's usually sometimes about the people that go unnoticed and whether or not they make the roster. But I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of interested in some of the storylines that are coming out of this season of Far Knox. We got Dak and his recovery from his injury and his contract that will be a topic of discussion. We have Ezekiel Elliott hopefully returning back to his greatness or returning back to form. We have C.D. Lamb in his second year trying to get better. We have a rookie in Micah Parsons, that's his name, trying to learn the Cowboys defense. And we got a lot of unknowns on the team, and we also have Jerry Jones, the hype machine himself, on this on this team. So, if I know the Cowboys, they will make this entertaining. I can't wait for this.
0: So, you talk about a team that has so many different question marks, a team that's always been, even throughout a lot of their mediocrity over the past couple of decades, has had no. Has had no shortage of publicity. Not to mm-hmm. say that it's not to say whether it's good or bad publicity, but they've gotten publicity, and a team with just so many question marks. There, you any everywhere you look. That defense is it going to improve? Mike McCarthy in his second year, is he going to take a step forward? Is he going to get? Is he going to get used to this? Get more of a feel for this roster for these players? Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott is his with his ankle. Is that going? Is he going to be the same again? How is this offense going to be in year two? Uh, it is whereas last season that offense with Dak Prescott healthy was high flying. They were scoring points left and right. Mm. So, so you look at everywhere running back Ezekiel Elliott. Is he going to return to form? Is this? Is he more of um, one of those players where he suffered from the loss of Dak Prescott? because he was putting up numbers last year before Dak Prescott went out. So all of these different question marks, Mike McCarthy on the hot seat, Jerry Jones, the man himself, you know, this is going to be an interesting one. They, they chose the right team to go in with this. This isn't just like a slam dunk uh, team where we know we're going to expect. This isn't a team where we're just going to sit back and look, look and say, well, they kind of suck. So I don't care. Like, this is a team that could be really good, could be pretty really bad, or the it could just be a big bleep show, where it's just a so like a soap opera, all right. It it they, could be they, all of these really different They
1: use
0: exactly, exactly my point. Oh, so th- this is just going to be. Th- this was actually a pretty good choice. I'm intrigued by the Dallas Cowboys going into the season. There's a lot of teams in that in that division in the a um, in the right. NFC East. Mm -hmm. where you kind of look at, and they're kind of all intriguing, like all of them. Mm -hmm. Look at every single team in that division, and there's a lot of question marks there. Um, It just remains to be seen what all these teams are going to be like.
1: Yeah. My thing is, uh, the Cowboys have so many question marks, so many things around them, and fans will still come up to you and say, you know, we're going to win the division, we're going to win the conference, and then we're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, and with a straight face too it's it's amazing
0: <laughs> yeah cowboys fans always think they're winning the super bowl and i just want to i just want to know what's going on in their heads i really do like they haven't been they've been contenders every here and there every now and then but it was more so out of more so out of thin air like 2014 nobody expected that team to be as good as they were to go 12 and 4 they made it to the. They made it this close to getting to the NFC Championship, and
1: Des didn't catch they, the ball.
0: Yeah, of course they blew it. But that's a team we didn't expect them to make it. Um,
1: Twenty sixteen Cowboys. Twenty sixteen
0: Cowboys. Dak. Uh, Tony Romo gets hurt. Dak Prescott leads the team along with it, along with fellow rookie Ezekiel Elliott. They make it to. They make it to. Well. The they didn't make it road. far in the playoffs, but they had the number one seed and they were thirteen and three, and that team was rolling. Yep. But they, they, you don't ex, you didn't expect it. So mm-hmm. this idea that oh we expect we expect them to win every year oh we them boys the Cowboys.
1: I don't know where it comes from.
0: How about them cowboy? Like, give me a break. That we team, them boys. That team. It's been a quarter of a decade since they've won their last Super Bowl. Think about America. that
1: for a second. They're America's team, ain't
0: that right? It's getting to a point where it's like, imagine the Red Sox. Imagine Red Sox fans before they before I hate to turn this into baseball, but imagine Red Sox fans before they won in the World Series in 2004. Oh, we won five championships when they they did it back in 1918. I know it's I know that's 86 years is a lot different than a quarter, just a quarter of a decade, 25 years, but I mean it could get to that point it, by the way that that Cowboys fans are talking after a quarter of a, a quarter of a century you never know
1: mm-hmm.
0: but all right um are you ready to get into these into these rankings wide receivers oh,
1: I'm,
0: ready. I'm um, ready I was I was doing these these rankings yesterday and I had fun r- doing these I I really liked ranking offensive players this is going to be this is going to be a fun time all right. All right. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get on to it. It's same as always. Split yep. it into fives. Bottom five first. Top five second. So we're going to – we'll save the best for last. All right. So the top five, but the bottom five – don't sleep on the bottom five. All right. So stay tuned. You are not going to want to miss this. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski Podcast. Welcome back. Here we go. We have our bottom five wide receivers, the top 10 wide receivers going into the 2021 season. This is going to be interesting. Justin, lead me off with your number 10 wide receiver going into the 2021 season.
1: Well, I just want to remind everybody that this list was not easy to make. There was too many wide receivers to choose from. As a matter of fact, my number 11th one was about to make it, but I was like, I can't leave number 10 off.
0: Yeah, I changed mine too.
1: Yeah, I was like...
0: Just before this episode.
1: I was was struggling with it. And my number 10 guy is Mike Evans.
0: Mike Evans. Wow. He made your top 10. Elaborate just just a little bit before I... Before I completely trash on your opinion,
1: I the thing is, everybody thinks, "Oh, Mike Evans isn't a top ten receiver." He is. He sacrificed his stats in order to help the team win. He didn't care about his like overall stats, even though he was still a thousand yard receiver and contributed in scoring touchdowns. He was a big part of the reason why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were able to make it to the Super Bowl and win that Super Bowl. Even though he may not have had a huge amount of production, I still value his willingness to sacrifice for team unity and team cohesiveness, and at the end of the day, he still won a Super Bowl, and he's still a 1,000-yard receiver. He was the first receiver in NFL history to have Seven straight thousand yard seasons to start his career, which is you can't hate him, hate on him for that. So respect to him. I think he had a down year, and hopefully he'll bounce back to have an even better twenty twenty one than he did a twenty twenty.
0: So that's an interesting one. Um, look, he's definitely he's definitely he. I I did he did better than I expected him to play ble- to uh, to do, uh, go in, going into the 2020 season because Tom Brady, he had in, during his days in New England, he was, he did a lot of short passes. Now when he did have his deep ball, his deep ball guys, he was hitting them, but I, I thought Mike Evans, he, he thrives on the deep ball. He's a deep threat. He, he won't do as well with Tom Brady rather than Jameis Winston. I was dead wrong. Tom Brady actually did a lot better with the deep ball than we thought he than he, we thought he would, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Mike Evans was a benefactor. He he was probably a, a big part of why he was he why Brady was so good with the deep ball last year. Um, but still, he doesn't quite make my top ten. He had some injuries last year. He's playing he's playing with Chris Godwin, who's arguably. Uh, just as good some people try to make the try to make the case he's better than he's Godwin I don't I don't agree with that however my number 10 is Julio Jones and the reason why I have Julio Jones lower than he would otherwise is because number one he sustained some injuries going yeah. into the 2020 season or in the 2020 season uh, so he missed a lot of time and now he's on the Titans he's on a new team where he's, I mean, who do you think is better? Ryan Tannehill or Matt Ryan? I think it's Matt Ryan
1: uh, by quite a bit,
0: by a little bit.
1: I think they're even in different ways. I think they'll even out, but you might have the edge with Matt Ryan.
0: But he's he's, in a new, he's on a new team, and honestly, I think A.J. Brown is going to be the number one receiver on that team. I think Julio Jones, and it was a soft it was a soft tissue injury for Julio Jones. It wasn't just some like he was some regular. It, it was it's something that has has bothered players in the past and has affected their play. And AJ Brown, he's a younger guy. He's he's speedy, and he has a good rapport with Ryan Tannehill. He knows that system. And his his play has only gotten better in just two seasons in the NFL. And Julio Jones, he's still gonna be good. I still have him at number ten. He's not he's he's not going to be a top five anymore.
1: I I disagree because one could argue he may have more one on one opportunities, but I understand where you're coming from. It's a new offense and he's coming back from injury. I, I after you explain it, I'm not gonna just be upset at your number 10. I can respect it.
0: All right, that's that's I'm I'm glad that you respect my my opinion. But give me your number 8.
1: My number 9.
0: Yeah, number 9, my bad.
1: I'm I want to skip over him, but unfortunately, I can't. My number 9 is AJ Brown.
0: Okay. AJ. So you have. So I'm. I'm guessing by your reaction, by by Julio Jones. Yes, he is higher. Being, so you AJ. have Julio Jones higher than AJ Brown. Yes. Okay. All right. I disagree with you. I yeah, might respect that's understandable. it. Understandable. I might not.
1: I took him, we'll get, we'll get to Julio. We'll we'll get there. But I I like AJ Brown. He he came off of a strong rookie year to have an even stronger sophomore year. Had a phenomenal connection with Matt Ryan and was able to take advantage of the place where Derek Ryan Tannehill moved, or Ryan we got
0: we got the mixed we got, the mix. we got yeah.
1: them mixed up. Well, I love the connection he has with Ryan Tannehill, and I love the opportunities he makes when Derek Henry doesn't get the ball and when he has one on ones with defenders. Even though he does shove, oh, I, I get very upset when he does do that, especially against my Ravens. But he's a respectable wide wide receiver, and he will be a top five wide receiver sooner or later. It's just a matter of time. I just think the offense is what's holding him back right now.
0: So the offense is holding back, AJ, because it's a because run-first offense. First
1: offense. I think that's the main reason that his that his numbers look the same way he does. He doesn't get like 10 targets a game. If he got like 10 targets a game, I think he'd have much better stats. But so do you, Eric do you, Henry is there. So do
0: you think now that with with Julio Jones added to the mix, that this will become more of a balanced attack rather than just Derrick Henry just pounding the ball away 30 times a game?
1: If they're smart, that's what they should do. I think instead of him running for 2,000, I think 1,300 or 1,400 would suffice and then give Tannehill more opportunities to throw.
0: Yeah, it'll. If if, it, if this was more of a balanced attack, I still think their defense is suspect as a team. Their their defense is so they're not completely balanced, but their offense could be a lot more balanced, especially with the acquisition of Julio Jones, as I have mentioned in the last at uh, who ha- who's at my number ten spot. You know they replaced Corey Davis with Julio Jones. It's a pretty good replacement. All right, okay. if Julio Jones Corey Davis wouldn't have made my top ten so
1: spoiler spoiler
0: <laughs> spoil not not much of a spoiler but a spoiler i guess we're telling you who's not there but i i feel like people unless unless they didn't have any respect for me they're like well adam by your logic you'd have him at number at in your top 10
1: if you're a jets fan you'd have him at number one That
0: <laughs> brian mucker
1: <laughs> all right who's your number nine
0: my number nine is Allen Robinson. And mm-hmm. I have Allen Robinson a little on the lower side because I have a lot of players here who had very strong campaigns last year who I think are only going to get better. And I do think Allen Robinson is going to get better than what he has been or this past season, which has been nothing short of incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles throwing to him, This guy has been able to compile yards, he's been able to score touchdowns, and uh, for all you fantasy owners out there, he's been able to score there too. And this guy, now that he has Justin Fields, he has a new quarterback out there, he's 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 going to get better. Now, the question is, how much better? And this is an issue because, first of all, Justin Fields is in his first year, and quarterbacks... They're not. It, sometimes it takes them time to develop as a passer in the NFL. And second of all, we don't even know if he's going to be starting right away. It could be. It, there's a very strong possibility that Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, is going to be throwing that. to him. And how efficient can Allen Robinson be early on in this season with Allen Robinson it remains to be seen.
1: Allen Robinson. Seen with
0: uh, who did I, uh, Andy Dalton mm-hmm. remains to be seen. However, I, he was able to be productive with Mit with Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles at quarterback last year. And it wasn't just, it wasn't just predictable. It was back and forth. Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, and he, he had to make adjustments, and he, he, he made the adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is how long he can do that and how long he's willing to tolerate that. We don't even – he won't he, – there was a report earlier today. Uh, he yeah. won't accept – he doesn't want to come back. He won't, doesn't want to sign a, a contract extension, which tells me he might have one foot out the door already. So this is a player. He's, he's due for another great year. It's it's just a matter of how great.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. I share a lot of those same sentiments. It's
0: I mean, yeah. I I'm sure a lot of people have him higher than I have, but he's a big question mark for me because I mean, he was productive this year under he was productive this past year with with lower tier quarterbacks, but not in past years before that. Mm-hmm. He's, he has struggled, which, I mean, I don't blame him, but he struggled, so.
1: I get it. I understand. I share a lot of those same sentiments, which is why he's my number eight guy.
0: Good transition.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. The same things you say about him is the same things I will say here. Had a phenomenal year last year considering what he was playing with and who he was surrounded by. I think he had a phenomenal season, and I think with the quarterback play he'll have next year, which is unfortunately an upgrade, which says a lot about the Chicago quarterback situation these past couple of years, which will be an upgrade, which will only help increases, or you would hope increases play on the field for receptions, touchdowns, this and the third. My problem is if they're going to start with a rookie, they're probably going to start with a rookie friendly offense, which probably will involve a lot of run first plays, a lot of first down runs, a lot of second down runs just to ease them into the playbook. Not really throw too many plays at him all at once. So it might lower his production value all the same. So as much as I like Allen Robinson on this team, depending on who he has, his production might be different. No, don't get me wrong. I still think he'll have a very good season, and I think he'll be very productive, but I'm not sure if he'll have it the same way as he did last year.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, we uh, we see that we see eye to eye on this, so I'm not going to add much to that. But I'm going to give you my number eight guy, who is Justin Jefferson.
1: <clears throat> We're going to talk about this.
0: And Justin Jefferson, he had the best rookie season since Randy Moss. Yeah. This is a guy who's meant who was nothing short of incredible this past season he he scored touchdowns he s- scored yards the only thing the only thing that uh, is something to keep an eye on is whether or not he can score he can get short yardage sort of um, be able to get yards after the catch rather than catch short passes kind of rather than just being a deep threat because most of his most of his most of his receptions were just big chunky art, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I'd like him to be able to do everything. And I like Justin Jefferson this year. I think he's going to get he's going to take another step forward. Um I my issue is Kirk Cousins.
1: Kirk Cousins.
0: I just think, and the Vikings, I just think they screw everything up. They're just always mediocre and anytime they have something good, they always screw it up. And I think Justin Jefferson is going to have a great year. I just have him at number eight.
1: I respect. I respect it. My problem is I didn't have him on the list.
0: You didn't have Justin Jefferson at all.
1: When I tell you it was between him and Mike Evans, I was being dead serious. So you chose? Yes, I did chose... You chose? I, chose, I, I Mike I chose Evans this over over Justin Jefferson. Yes, I did. I chose. I chose a ring over my. Uh, Justin Jefferson, yes. Well,
0: the difference between Mike Evans and Justin Jefferson last year was Mike Evans had the greatest of all time making getting him to a Super Bowl. That's the other tough. one had Kirk freaking Cousins.
1: And still put up 1,400 yards. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. He still put up 1,400 yards with
0: Yes, Kirk in spite Cousins. of Kirk Cousins.
1: In spite? You just make Kirk Cousins sound like a bum. You just make him sound. He's a top 15 quarterback in the league, and I will not hear otherwise.
0: Maybe top 20.
1: Different day, different. Next week we will address this. He is not top. top We're not going to
0: address it next week because Kirk Cousins isn't a top ten quarterback. We he,
1: he. I will look over this and I will make sure he's not a top ten. If he Fine. is, he will be on my list. How about we but do it?
0: We can do a little bit of an honorable mentions just so that I could crap all over, take a big steaming dump all over Kirk Cousins.
1: That is talk about that how horrible the
0: quarterback he is.
1: If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But next week you're, you I w I I like Justin Jefferson. I like him a lot. And I do think he'll take another step in the right direction. I just it was really a nip and tuck pull with me here with Mike Evans and Justin Jefferson. I wanted to, but I was like
0: ah, this is the gonna Island be t- of Misfit Toys would reject Kirk Cousins.
1: <laughs> Stop it. They would Welcome him with open arms.
0: He's a mis... He's he's a misfit of the misfits.
1: Oh, stop it. He is perfectly fine. You just don't like him right now.
0: He's... I don't know. It, uh, would a top 15 quarterback take a team to 7-9? Yes. Again, a lot of people have Aaron Rodgers at number two, and he's finished with plenty of mm-hmm. sub-500 seasons.
1: That's a lie, but we're going... This is not a quarterback debate.
0: This All right, give me yeah.
1: Um, number seven.
0: You me your number seven.
1: Julio Jones.
0: So you have him real. I, that's 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 kind well, of fair. Yeah,
1: I think somewhat. that's fair. I think I wouldn't. I, he's not top five. He's coming off injury and he's going to a new team. But I do think Julio Jones has the potential to still be a top five potential wide receiver in the game. I think that's why I have him at seven. He's just coming off an injury and going to a new team. But I like everything I've seen thus far. I think he's still a legit freak of nature. I think he'll still run in, like, the four 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 fives despite the injury. And I think he'll be a true nightmare in one-on-one. Because what are you going to do? Put eight in the box and just double-team A.J. Brown and leave Julio Jones with a one-on-one? That's, that's a touchdown all day. I, I like my chances with that. So the way I see it, he'll have plenty of one-on-one opportunities, and he'll be able to feast with them. I could see like a Tampa Bay-style offense with not 2020, more of 2019, but with better decision-making with like Derrick Henry having like 1,400 yards, and then Julio Jones and A.J. Brown taking most of the receiving yards.
0: See, in a new, I could see that happening next season, where he's, he's had another year in the Titans system, and maybe he's healthier as well, but I have him a little lower, but who I have as my number seven guy is Keenan Allen. And Ooh. Keenan Keenan okay. Allen and in a rookie in a rookie season with just with Justin Herbert, first year with him, those two connected. And they connected well. And now the only reason I don't have him higher and this guy balled out last year is because of injuries. He's had a little bit of an injury history. Uh, he had a little. His career got a little sidetracked after his early years in the NFL, and he's had a bit of. He he's had a career renaissance ever since then. And Justin Herbert has really, um, rejuvenated that renaissance, so to speak. Kind of um, yeah, el- electrified it. However. I have Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is a player who I have as, he's a sleeper. And I know I I reference fantasy football a lot. He's a bit of a sleeper of a guy who can be one of the best wide receivers in the game next year. The only issue is the injury risk. Everything else, Justin Herbert's going to get better. And Mm -hmm. with Justin Herbert getting better, Keenan Allen's going to get better. And the only thing that could possibly hold him back is the injuries. Other than that, Keenan Allen, he's going to rock and roll this year.
1: He's higher on my list, but I agree with all the sentiments you say. But we'll we'll get into it. Slayer later and later. I don't even call him Keenan Allen, I just call him Slayer by his nickname. Slayer. Yep.
0: Interesting. But give me your six.
1: My number six guy is Stefan Diggs. Stefan Wow. Yes.
0: Wow. That's low.
1: That's not low. I I don't think you understand like how good my receivers are. And I and I'm starting to think you may not have a guy on here who I rank high.
0: Who I we'll, I we'll, I really we'll want to it. We'll, we'll get into it
1: soon, but the reason I have Stefan Diggs low, well, I I don't qualify lower low. than I want. Yeah, lower than you is He had a great year last year coming from the Minnesota Vikings and helping Josh Allen take that step to be a true franchise quarterback, helping the Buffalo Bills make it to the AFC championship game and making you believe that this upcoming year they have a great chance to make it to the Super Bowl. The only problem with him is he's not as good as the other five. It's just that simple. I respect his game. I respect his hustle. I respect his grind. It's just that he's not as good as the other five on this and you just got to like, nitpick at the, after a certain point. And yeah, I like the other five more than I like Stefan Diggs. Nothing against him. He had a phenomenal year last year. I think it, he just wasn't as good as the other five.
0: So I have at number – I'm not even going to address. But at number six, I have A.J. Brown. Okay, and I have AJ Brown higher because I think he's going to take another massive step forward. He hasn't had too much of a he hasn't had too much trouble with injuries. He's missed he missed a couple of games early on in the season, but he proved that wasn't an issue by by coming back and he was it was just all business co- going from there. And he has a strong rapport with Ryan Tannehill that's going to continue to t- go forward and with Julio Jones added to the equation it only makes it better teams are going to start to put some focus over to Julio Jones rather than and I'm not this isn't to this isn't to disrespect Corey Davis in any way he was a solid number 2 but Julio Jones is a better number 2 mhm and now AJ Brown is going to flourish and people are going to look at the teams opposing defenses are going to look at the name Julio Jones and are going to say we got to cover that guy we got to cover that guy, and they're gonna forget about AJ Brown, and Aj Therefore, that is why I have AJ Brown as the number one option in that passing offense, and AJ Brown is going to be one of the best wide receivers in the game next year.
1: I respect it. I respect. I respect that pick. I, I had him at number nine because of Julio Jones, but you have him higher because of the addition of Julio. Not a bad spot for him.
0: So we, you kind of, you have your Titans receivers ranked fairly low, but I have I have AJ Brown ranked pretty high. That's a guy who I think is going to absolutely explode even more than he did last year. Um, but we're gonna get into our top five coming right up. We suspect that this is gonna get a little this is gonna get a little heated, but you're gonna want to listen to it. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Fumble podcast. All right, let's go. Top five wide receivers going into the 2021 NFL season. Without further ado, how about you give me, Justin, your number five receiver going into next year?
1: Well, my number five guy is Keenan Allen, a.k.a. Slayer. That man right there. Doesn't matter the quarterback, doesn't matter if it's a rookie, doesn't matter if it's Tyrod, doesn't matter if it was Phillip last year. If you give him a competent quarterback, he can make plays. And it, all it comes down to is simple his feet and his route running will make any cornerback in the league look stupid. It is ridiculous. And the amount of times I watch him run his routes and he just makes a cornerback look silly at the line and just gets past them and gets the ball easy and it looks like he's wide open in space. Every time I watch him, it's like watching like Poetry in Motion, and I respect his game. The only one that even comes close to him in the route running aspect is Devontae Adams, who we will talk about later, but I think he's the best route runner in the game, and I believe if when Justin Herbert takes that step in the right direction that we're all hoping for, knock on wood, but I believe Keenan Allen's game will only go up from there. And so What's that? Yep. And injuries Finishes. is a little bit of a problem because against the game against the Saints, he got me a touchdown. But if he got me another one, I would have won fantasy that week. But because he got injured, ah, I lost. But that's neither here nor there. I, hopefully he stays 100% healthy and can contribute to the Chargers making it to the playoffs as like the seventh seed.
0: We reference fantasy football way too much when we talk about offense when we rank it. But I mean, we talk about fantasy football., yeah. everybody loves fantasy football. But I agree with everything that you say about Keenan Allen. I love Keenan Allen going into this year. The only thing that holds me back and why he's lower lower is the his injury troubles. he He does have some issues with injuries in the past. And I hope that he can get through a full campaign. And if he does, that he's able to stay the same, that he's able to do it at 100%. But my number five is DeAndre Hopkins. And...
1: Five. Five. Yes. five. No, 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 no. no five. There's no, 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 no. There's yes. no way there's four wide receivers on earth right now better than that man <laughs> I, i'm gonna
0: give you all of i'm gonna give you all of them in a
1: little bit all right let me we'll get to that let me he's De, no
0: deandre hopkins when he first came to the arizona cardinals he put up very good numbers he
1: still
0: and put up very good he, numbers he, he still did he still did but they weren't quite as efficient as his numbers and in his best days with the top with the ten. uh Houston Texans, mm-hmm. and he still doesn't have much behind him. Larry Fitzgerald, he was – respect your elders, great, but he's not – his best days are behind him. That's Christian cool. Kirk, he's – I don't care for him. He's not, he's not that good. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. Past that, <laughs> that, really that, that, who do they have? Who do they have? AJ pain. Green,
0: who's also washed up they just don't have anything bes- besides him and they're just de- opposing defenses are just going to game plan for him and he's not going eventually he's not going to help be able to help quite as much as he was once able to do when he was in Houston now that's something that's not necessarily in his control but i just he's not going to put up the same numbers he's not going to be able to make the same impact and there's other wide receivers who can who can still make an? Who can still make? He, he can still make an impact, but he's just not going to have. Um, he's just not going to be the same as he was in Houston, as long as as long as they don't have another guy to go along with him.
1: Oh, man, I, I, he's five. No, no. So let me. I, I know Stefan Diggs is higher than. Him. I. I can already see that. But you're telling me there's four other. No. Hell no. Respectfully, hell no. All
0: right, well, where do you – who's your number – so go to go to your number four guy. Well, we'll this will all, all come I to a head later. This
1: is where I think we might have the disagreement here. Number four is Michael Thomas.
0: Okay, so Michael Thomas didn't make my list.
1: That's where I was like, okay, where is he? Where is he on your list? He
0: was number and, 10 for me. But then I, then I took him out for Julio Jones. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. No,
1: no, no, no. You Michael, don't believe that. You, you don't believe that.
0: Michael Thomas with Drew Brees was very good. Michael Thomas now with who? Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill.
1: I don't care. I don't care. Give him the ball. I don't care how you give it to him. Give him the ball. If it's a slant route, maybe. (laughs) I I call him Slant Boy as a joke, but he's not as bad as you guys think. He is a top five minimum receiver at minimum. He's top five, and yet he didn't.
0: (laughs) If he didn't have injury issues, I wouldn't have had. I wouldn't. I would have put him in my top ten, probably high up in the top ten. But he has. (laughs) He's had injury issues, and his quarterback play has gone down. And he. All he does is. He doesn't have – there's not much to him.
1: Oh, my God. The guy, even last year when Drew Brees was out for five games, he still was productive. It's not like he was a bum with Teddy Bridgewater. He was still productive with Teddy Bridgewater. I think this year was just a down year. I think next year he'll have a bounce back year and remind everybody, I am that dude in New Orleans. I think he will remind everybody of that. Oh, my – he didn't make your top – if you I said sure, he was 10 based off last season, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. You said he didn't make the list. Uh,
0: uh. I, I, I sure hope he'll be better. I hope, he, I hope I'm hope <laughs> i wrong. I don't root for players to play for. This
1: him. guy. Unless <laughs> Let me, go, What's your number four?
0: My <laughs> number four is Calvin Ridley. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, my God.
0: Now, Calvin Ridley last year with Julio Jones playing – and the year before, with Julio Jones playing, put put still put up great numbers. Oh, no. Now Julio Jones is gone, he, he can't and do this. Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. He still has Russell Gage at his disposal, and he still has Kyle Pitts. So that it's not like defenses can just game plan for him. So this is going to be the Calvin Ridley show in this offense, and he's going to just he's going to erupt in this offense. And this is going to be the year of Calvin Ridley. He's going to take a massive step
1: forward. It's It's going to be incredible. It's all fun and games till he gets that Jair Alexander treatment. Oh, my God. Uh,
0: Yeah, but everybody gets the Jair Alexander treatment.
1: I can't. I can't. uh, It hurts.
0: You won't be laughing next year when we're doing these player rankings, and Calvin Ridley is going to be a popular choice for top three.
1: Listen, we'll do this next year, and he'll be top ten. At best, I'm not sure he'll be top five because if he has to face Jair Alexander again, I think he'll have PTSD after what Jair did to him. That man had zero yards, and I abuse Brian because of that.
0: Oh, we you all know? do because it's he's Brian. But he, he has some Calvin Ridley in his pants.
1: He had Braxton Berrios in his pants, and that didn't do well for him either. He had, he had some hoops Braxton Berrios.
0: Oh, yeah. He he tried to start Braxton Berrios, okay, so. and for those of you who don't know, for those of you listening who don't know who Braxton Berrios is, he was a exactly receiver. exactly my point. He's a he's a he's a wide receiver for the New York Jets. He was the only reason I knew who he was was because he was a Patriots guy, uh, on their practice squad, by the way, who was cut from their practice squad. And he went to the Jets, mm-hmm. and the Jets, who won two games, obviously, Barrios did not make a big, a big impact for them. But Brian decided, let's start him anyways. Put up a <laughs> massive goose egg in fantasy football. Now, now that our audience has heard plenty about our fantasy football stories, um, how about you give me your number th- three?
1: Uh not. Uh, my number three is Tyreek Hill. Speed kills, and who has more speed than the cheetah? That guy is fast. It's my number three, too. Yep. We can just talk about him at the same time. If he's even, he's leaving. All Patrick Mahomes has to do is throw it up, and he'll go and get it. There's not a cornerback fast enough to stay with him, maybe in all of football. There might be one guy that might run a 4.28. 8 Sorry, I don't think he can stay with him. It, that, he has ridiculous speed. And he's not just a track star. He is a legit football player. Once he has the ball in his hands, good luck trying to stop him. A, a play that usually gets like two to three yards gets like 10 to 12 with him if it's just a simple end around. His speed changes the, a dimension of an offense and makes it that much more lethal. It It's ridiculous what he can do with the ball in his hands.
0: His speed, his route running, yep. his ability. And now I the big knock on him before was he was more of just a deep ball guy, like an all or nothing guy. And if he wasn't doing that, then he wasn't doing anything. And over the past what is that?
1: A motorcycle. Jeez.
0: Um and if it and he was just never able to catch short passes. It was all just huck it up deep to Tyreek Hill. If he catches it, great. If he doesn't, he's not making an impact on this team. And over the, year, over the years, he's kind of become more of he can do everything now. My only issue is he just doesn't – he's not more, much of a jump ball guy. He's not, he's not all that tall. He's a little bit undersized. Uh, other than that, he can do literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, enough of enough drooling over him. How about we go to our t- our number 2 wide receiver in the league? Give me your number 2. My
1: number 2 is DeAndre Hopkins. Let's just get into this. I'm, how how is he top? How is he five?
0: At least we have him top 5. I didn't, mm. If he was still in if he was putting up Houston numbers, his numbers that he did in Houston, He's putting I'd, up I'd, I'd say put him numbers. at number 2. He's still putting
1: up similar numbers. With the Similar. amount of passes not, he not gets, quite one, as good. With the amount of passes he gets, he only had one drop pass this year, which is impressive considering the amount of targets and receptions he gets. That guy is legit a freak of nature when it comes to getting the ball in his hands. When the ball touches his hands, they it doesn't usually drop. So he's a red zone, he's a red zone threat, and he's a deep ball threat. He's an all around talent, and when the ball is up in the air. You don't usually fight DeAndre Hopkins for the ball because you know he's coming down with it. It's just that simple. It doesn't matter who's on him. It doesn't matter how he's on him. I think the one receiver Jalen Ramsey gave up 100 yards to was that man himself, DeAndre Hopkins. So that's all it really correlates to. That man doesn't matter the corner or the scheme or the offense or the defense you're playing against him with. He's going to put up numbers regardless of the situation. That's why he's my number two guy.
0: Very good wide receiver. He had a very good year last year. He was inconsistent last year, and the reason that, that the reason that I have uh, Stefan Diggs at number two this year is because Stephon Diggs, when he was the year in years prior, when he was with Minnesota in a run first offense he was underutilized he was complaining he didn't want to be there and he was upset he felt like he wanted he he could play a bigger role and once he once he was traded to buffalo and he got more targets and he became the focal point of that offense he never disappointed he i don't i can't name a, a game where he had a where he had a down where he had a down he just had a bad game i mm-hmm. can't name i i can name maybe one there was there was a game against uh, there was one game early on I forgot who was against but they he only had a few catches but other than that he was Mister Reliable he was dynamic and he finally elevated from the status of being a very good wide receiver to an elite among the best wa- wide receivers in the game he could do it all he could score he could get yardage he could get short yardage he could do literally everything. And that is why I have Stephon Diggs at number two and why I have him as being continuing to be an elite wide receiver next year. It's only going to get better from here.
1: I certainly hope so since you have him number two over DeAndre Hopkins. But uh, I just can't with you. I just can't. Stephon
0: Diggs is going to be better than DeAndre Hopkins next year.
1: No. No. Stop it. Stop it. He's going to be better. I'm gonna hold you to this.
0: Right, we, we'll, this. We'll make a bat. I'll draft yeah. him in fantasy football this year. You can draft DeAndre Hopkins.
1: That depends if we have the opportunity to.
0: We'll see. If but Brian name, if Brian doesn't get to him.
1: But despite all that, I believe we have the same number one guy, and that is Devontae Adams. Yep. Yep.
0: That's my guy. Devontae Dad. Adams. Yep. The hero. He can do everything. He mm-hmm. always, he always scores. He always racks up yardage. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter the, doesn't matter the opponent. Doesn't matter the defense that he's facing. He always comes through for you. You always, you, you have him on fantasy football. This has turned into a fantasy football wide receiver yep. rankings, but you start, you start Devonte Adams. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it's a dis- It's on you. And Devonte Adams, he's a baller. He can do everything, and I, I can't. He he was a he was a monster last year, and it was with it was all on a team where they didn't have they didn't have many other options to throw ne- many other elite options. They like you like you con- consistently say they don't have a legitimate number two. They have Alan Lazard. They have Marquez Valdez Cantling who drops the ball fifty percent of the time. There's, 50. And Lazard, Lazard is never healthy. And even when he is healthy, he's nothing too special. Robert Tunyon is a product of just elite Aaron Rodgers. There's And there's Aaron Jones, who's a very good running back. But he he also gets hurt every now and then. Devontae Adams is the focal point of that offense. And Devontae Adams is going to continue to as long as he doesn't get into any trouble with injuries. So, Devontae Adams, congr- congratulations for being our unanimous number one wide receiver according to the Fumble Rooski podcast.
1: Yep, Congratulations. This should be a tremendous honor for you.
0: Very, very tremendous. We're one of the best podcasts out there, of course. Oh, no doubt. People just, people just don't know it yet.
1: They will. They will.
0: They will. They're eventually gonna know. We're gonna go. We're gonna go big. We're gonna get popular, and people are gonna be like, "Oh my God, did you hear what Justin said? Oh my God, did you hear the dumb crap that Adam said? It's gonna be great."
1: Did you hear the hot take Justin said? Did you hear what? Did you hear what Adam said about the Patriots?
0: Did you hear the hot take that Justin said? Gave me the hots for him. All the girls will come flocking over to you. Just watch.
1: Let's let's not get crazy now, Adam. Let's not get crazy. You know what? This one, top ten was so crazy. We didn't even mention DK Metcalf in it. Yeah, I
0: I don't have him in my top ten, and I don't plan on having him in there.
1: <laughs> he might be a top. He he's, It's tough.
0: It's arguable, but he was a well, little I, soft. He,
1: to, he didn't show l- up
0: in big t- at big moments, and it felt it felt <laughs> like it was easy. It, was, it felt like it was easy for really teams easy. to lock. If they had the, if they, if teams had the personnel to lock them down on defense, they did it. It wasn't that hard. It was, it was I, it was. Jalen Ramsey guess, that gave
1: him problems.
0: Jalen, yeah, Jalen Ramsey gave him issues. Uh, may, it was maybe Stephon Gilmore is the one guy who got, and he always has issues. As a Patriots fan, I can tell you, he always has issues early on in the season. Then he gets good, and he's just it's locked down. St- Lockdown Gilmore. Anyways, um, so we're gonna move. Uh, I'm gonna reiterate. So what we're, what our plans are for the next three weeks? Finale for players, quarterbacks. After yep. that, we're gonna do some team rankings for the top ten teams going into the 2020 2021 season. Then some player predic some award predictions, some uh, some Super Bowl predictions. Maybe a little playoffs here and there. We'll figure out how we format it. We'll let you guys know. But uh, this is going to be our outlook for the rest of the summer. Just sit tight. We are getting you guys through this summer. I know summers without football are brutal, but we're getting you through it. We're giving you plenty of entertainment. We will just leave it to Justin and I to entertain you. Anyways, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify and Google Play. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRuski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week over and out.